Hey, it's Mike. We're uh, going to do, do things a little different with this episode. Uh, in this episode, we're going to talk a little Han Solo, a little Mark Hamill, a uh, little Star Wars gaming. Um, so that's topics got to look forward to. So, uh, Chewy, hit it. Microphones and headphones provided by CAD Audio. CAD Audio, expression through innovation. to another episode of Wookiee Radio. It is the Smugglers 3. Ken, Derek, and myself. Mike, how is everyone doing? Not pretty too good. shabby. Especially since you got rain coming your way. Freezing rain. Oh, all of us. I don't have freezing rain, I don't think. Uh, we don't have it here. I don't know about you guys up out on the East Coast. We're, we're supposed to have it tomorrow. We're supposed to get major thunderstorms. Not freezing rain, but thunderstorms down here on Sunday. Ah. And today, today we actually hit sixty-six degrees. Woohoo! Wow. Finally. We were at yesterday. We were at almost eighty. Today, I think we just got above eighty. Wow. I know. Mike's like, oh, that was like a Tuesday for me. Well, no, we were almost in the eighties today. Uh, they're talking after this storm front comes through Sunday and possibly Monday, uh, we'll be back into the mid to low seventies. Yeah. Which will be a nice break for down here. So, um, just to knock it out of the way, check out WookieRadio.net and our affiliates, ripped apparel, loot crate, TV store online, hero, uh, superhero stuff and their hero box. Fan chest is getting loaded up, uh, by the end of this, end of this weekend. Um, check them out, support them. When you buy stuff from them, it's no additional cost and to you guys, but we get a little bit of a kickback from them for you guys buying. Also too, check out our T public store. Um, I'm still trying to figure out how to do the Winnie the Porg. Um, I'm working on it. And, uh, so, but you could get that through the store link in, up on the menu on the homepage. Speaking of pork, Zoe did the painted with a twist pork painting last week. Cool. And she had a great time with it. So that was, that was fun. So let's, let's hit the news. I mean, we've had some, as Ken stated, as we were setting up, when it rains, it pours. Yeah. Um, well, they this, that's what Solo's been like since they've even started on any of this, is you get nothing, 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 then everything all at once, and then nothing for another couple of weeks. Yeah, and I think it's funny. We talked last week about, especially me, I want a trailer. Yeah. <laughs> and, of course, we talked about that on, we record on Friday nights. Um, I'm like, I want a trailer before before this thing hits. At least one announcement Saturday. Oh, trailer tomorrow and during American Idol trailer drops. Yeah, we we got to watch it in between matches of WrestleMania. Yeah, WrestleMania. 
I give it a B minus this year. Yeah, there was some fun stuff, but there was just like every year. It just seems like it gets longer and longer and longer. This year's WrestleMania, you could have watched three Star Wars films. Yes, it was that, that bad. I think it's, that's going it from was, pre-show. Starts, that's from pre-show yeah. till, fi- till, till it final. It went from five in, in the afternoon until twelve fifteen p.m. or a.m. Yeah. Holy moly. Yeah. The pre-show was two hours. You get three matches. Yeah. The women's battle royal was good, but needless to say, trailer, we did get it. It's almost like it was foreshadowing, and I promise you, mm-hmm. I knew I knew nothing about getting it. Mm-hmm. I, I mean, and it's yes. an epically huge trailer, too. Yes. Yes. So. Well, why don't we go ahead and break down the trailer? Give it our little. Okay. Give our shot-by-shot recap. Yes. Uh, but going into that, though, we did find out, though, Cannes messed up a little bit, I think. We went, we talked last week about Cannes Film Festival screening solo um, a Star Wars story. Well, they've put out the descriptions for their movies, and they kind of put out the length of Star Wars of, um, solo. And according to Cannes, the movie is two hours, 15 minutes long. Now, um, I guess earlier this week, Google actually put out that it was reportedly supposed to be about 2.23, but that was before everything got finished. As of right now, according to Can, which I don't think they were supposed to release this, (laughs) it's two hours, 15 minutes, which is about the right time for a movie. What was Jedi? Do you guys remember Last Jedi? Uh, No, but I'll look it up. I know Star Wars movies have been averaging just over two hours right now, so. I want to say two and a half, but I could be wrong. Yeah, so if I remember right, Last Jedi was the longest one we've gotten. That or at some points it feels like it. Um, Star Wars The Last Jedi was 152 minutes, so 232. That's about two and a half. 232. Yeah, that's the longest of all the movies, isn't it? Yep. To date, yeah. Yeah. So um, Again, this one comes in right about the average where the rest of them have been. What was that, Mike? I was going to say, and again, that was for Star Wars The Last Jedi. Yes. Well, uh, <laughs> but getting into Solo, a Star Wars story, we start this off on a very industrial world. This is Everybody's assuming this is the planet Mimban. That, um, we find Solo in the very beginning, and um, the first shot we get is this cute little rat running along the wires. But they, but you notice re- rapidly when you after you see the rat, <laughs> is they're building star destroyers above this planet. Yeah. The this whole planet looks like it's um it's very industrial, very dirty. It's basically it looks like it's everything about this planet is to build those star destroyers. Yeah, this is everything a, supports the shipyard. The, this is one of the imperial. Um, Shipbuilding planets. Mm-hmm. But you see that um, it's not all um, everybody working for the, the on the shipyards because the next shot you see an alleyway with some uh, bums across on top of a fire barrel, which is the um, universal signal for homeless people. <laughs> yeah. So even in the Star Wars universe, you got people that are have fallen through the cracks. But we get um, Han Solo walking into some kind of a den of some sort, and um, we see the shot that we've seen before of everybody opening up the or someone opening up the door and seeing Solo standing there. Then we get back to another shot we saw already with, um, and actually I found out I got the name that um, these guys is actually a pirate band um, by the name of Cloud Riders, I believe. It goes all the way back to the old Marvel comics. It was a swoop gang oh, in the Marvel comics. Yeah. Oh. My. Now these guys may not these guys may not be that swoop gang, but they. It is the same name. I believe it's the Cloud Riders, and I don't remember their leader's name, but it, I guess Denny's right now has a big promotion with Star with Solo, a Star Wars story, and they're giving out trading cards. And the leader of this band's name.
name is actually in the trading cards. But this is a shot we saw from all the from the first trailers. Um, you know, Han facing off with these guys. Then you get Han walking into the smuggler's den. You get more uh, more shots of people around the table. Lando uh, winning a winning a hand. Right. And you get a lot better shots of the aliens around the table and stuff. Uh, and what the, you got? The guy that we see. I just had it in one of the other in the product stories. Oh shoot! Where's the Funko Pop Which one? Guy? Oh, the leader. That's actually a lady. Yes. Uh, Infus Nest. Yes, that's it. Infus oh, Nest. Yeah. Now, um, when we do get to the scene, you see um, Han throwing his money in on the table. If you actually, anybody eagle-eyed looks at one of the chips that gets thrown out on the table, has the Mandalorian Death's Head logo on it. So this may be, I've heard from a couple different places that this could be um, just that the money on the table is from just about everywhere in the galaxy. So it would have Mando money, you have Imperial credits, you have whatever the Outer Rim's using. Sure, that would make sense. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But there's a couple of other places in here I'll point out that reminded me of Mandalorian stuff that I'm wondering if there's not something in this movie. There's, you get the reference there. Boba Fett. I don't know. I don't think Boba's going to be in it. It would be kind of cool, but like I, like we've said before, we've talked on this before, that um, canonically, with what's in canon right now, there's really no beef between Han and Boba Fett. Han was just another bounty. Right. That we know of, yeah. Yeah. But I still like, if you guys go back over to Weeby Geeks and listen to the Jeremy Bullock interview, he, he puts out the theory, which I love, of... Boba Fett and Han Solo knew each other, and they were possibly friends. Yeah. So it would kind of make sense if you look at where we leave Boba Fett at the end of the Clone Wars, and that's the last time we see him before um, Empire. That he was actually working with a smuggler or bounty hunter crew, and so it would not have been totally out of the realm of possibility that they would have met at some point. Correct. So, but until it shows up on screen, it's all still just hearsay and right um, theories. Well, to, but, to tie back to your uh, swoop gang, uh, yeah. from Fantatrax, they mentioned um, Infus Nest and the Cloud Raiders. Cloud Riders are characters in so in the solo movie are a clear throwback to the Cloud Riders of the classic Marvel storyline back in '78. Mm-hmm. The swoop gang operated by Aduba Three and were led by Sergi X Argon- Argontus. Um, and of course, you know, it was a character that had a run in with Han and Chewie. Uh, and this starts up, and in the story arc for this, it's four issues, starting with issue eight, which is the first appearance of Jackson as well. Oh, nice. And so we do know it. Jackson is back in canon now. Yep. So we're talking issues eight through 11. And. Um, and everybody's screaming that they're throwing um, all the legend stuff out on their ear. Right. See? See? Now, it's coming back. Now it says flash forward to 2018 and the blurb on the reverse of the, or on the back of the Swoop Bike box, which shows just how close to the 78 issues the Swoop Gang are. The Cloud Rider, Cloud Rider Gang, led by Infus Nest, terrorizes the skies on top, the mean-looking Swoop Bikes. Little more than engines with seats, swoops are hard to control but capable of incredible speed. And later on in the trailer, we will see pictures or um, video of those. Yeah. <clears throat> so, all the fanboys. This is almost mm-hmm. like the same rant that I have about cosplayers <laughs> over on Weeby Geeks. All the fanboys, <laughs> y- you wanted it, you're getting it. 
Sorry if That's it's right. Not, sorry if it's not the way you want it, but deal with it. Except the way it's mm-hmm. being given to you. Or you'll get nothing. Because remember, the expanded universe was never canon to begin with. No. That is correct. So the only thing potentially canon from the expanded universe was Thrawn and that whole trilogy. And actually, Lucas, if I remember right, um, everything I heard was that Lucas, not even that was considered canon for him. Even technically, Shadows of the Empire didn't fall into full canon for him. It was all stuff that he could use later. Look at because he did do that. Remember, um, Disney bringing stuff out of the books and making it canon is not the first time it's happened. Mm, um, Characters like Quinlan Voss was brought straight out of comic books and put onto the Clone Wars. Well, and it was tweaked, just like we're getting now. And supposedly was in the tattooing one, the the tattooing bar scene. Not tattooing. Yes, tattooing bar scene in uh, Phantom Menace. Okay. During, during that whole section where Jar Jar almost got beat up. Yeah. What's in that every scene? Qui-Gon was supposedly, or not Qui-Gon, uh, Voss was supposedly in the background of that. Huh. I didn't, I didn't heard that one. Me either. Yep. I think that's, uh, I think that, um, that may actually be, uh, no, that came from Lucas. similar to the, um, Captain Rex being on Endor. Retconned because the guy, character in the background looks like he could be Quinn the Voss. Well, no, this, this, came from from lucas himself oh okay he was stating it huh well back to here now over this whole spot that we've talked so far we get kira's voiceover talking to han we're assuming says you're looking for something is it revenge is it money um because later on in the trailer when we do see um when we see kira and han it looks like they've not seen seen each other for a while. Where, according to all the stories, the story that we've heard so far, the two of them actually grew up together on Corellia. So something happened. They got spread up. They got apart for a while, and they're coming back together during the movie. Here is what it looks like. But then again, they can cut this any way they want. But um, yeah, you're looking for revenge, is it money? Then you see Han in that awesome furry jacket, and um, looking at the Falcon for the first time. This is the shot we've already seen. You get the Lucasfilm logo. Yep. And here's that shot um, of Kira. She says, you're looking good, a little bit rough around the edges, but good. So, the, like I said, this is they've not seen each other for a while. And walking through the casino, then you get the same shot of them walking across the desert. You get Beckett talking about a job. He expounds on it a little bit more, talking about a big shot gangster putting a crew together. So, really, we had thought maybe Beckett was this was his job. It looks like he's actually working for someone else. Job of this the is hut. Paul Bettany's character. Well, no, this is Paul Bettany's character. And you do get a shot of him in this, and he is really beat up. It looks like he's been going through a meat grinder at some point or something. Yeah. While the scarring on his face. Then we get to Han racing the speeder through um, through the streets, talking to the Imperial officer, saying, I'm a driver and a flyer. And you just see a couple shots of that with the flying the speeders, drifting the speeders, stuff we've seen before. Now, one thing I, that clicked for me for some reason this He's time. He's also it a joker been, and a toker. Oh, well, well, never mind. <laughs> I, we're not going to continue on there. But the next shot we get is um, <laughs> them flying away with that train car. And over to the right there, you can see the swoop bikes. Yeah. Those are those are probably the cloud riders, but the um, the shuttle they're using to pull the train car away, 
I'm wondering, is that the uh, the shuttle that tucks into the front of the Millennium Falcon? Mm, I don't know. It's about the right shape. It is. And the outriggers, the outriggers underneath could fold up underneath it. Well, we just got the new Lego catalog, and they list that as an escape ship. Okay. That comes off the nose, because it's part of the new Falcon kit. Yeah. Right. So it, it'll be interesting. Like I said, this speculating on this is going to be fun for a while. Yeah. So, um... But we see them flying. We get to see the swoop bikes. Um, you get Han flying. Big explosion behind, which uh, it could, maybe they may lost the cargo they were stealing or something. Maybe the spice that he dropped uh, that he owes job before is not the first time he's lost a cargo. Well, he, he mentions that in, uh, what was that, Return of the Jedi when he talks to? He mentions it off and on throughout the original trilogy about getting boarded, having to drop cargo and stuff mm-hmm. like that well next we get the han sitting around the fire this is the shots we've saw before of the rest of the crew of the heist crew and talking about um they waited a long time for a shot like this you get the shots we've already seen before and you do get um beckett like kissing the dl44 blaster that is cl- han's classic bl- blaster yeah. tossing it to him yeah so um does that mean everything that's signature han solo we're gonna see in this movie handed to him or probably uh, <laughs> i kind of hope not but i know he probably gonna see him walk up to a closet and say yeah he's gonna walk up to a closet see a bunch of vests and say oh this is kind of cool i need one of these yeah sure why not you're gonna see paul bettany's character give him his swagger yeah here kid have this He's going to see someone with the red stripes on his pants and say, I want some of those on my pants, too. <laughs> well, that was so, supposed, supposedly something to deal with Corellia. Yeah, it was supposed to be a Corellia blood stripe is what they called it. Right, right. I forget what it had to do with. It had to do with the security forces or something. I don't yeah, remember off the top of my head. I don't either. You earned the right to wear that or something. Right. It's sort of like the Marine Corps so, with, with the blood stripe on their uniforms. Yeah, but th- this is that was also all the old legend stuff. Yeah. So um, next one is another recycled scene. Uh, it's Han and Le- or Han and Chewie talking about um, what do you think? And ha- Chewie says no. And Han's like, well, what do you know? And continues with whatever they're doing anyway. Um, the next shot is another one that reminded me of a Mandalorian. You see this giant bantha or some kind of skull with huge tusks outside of some stronghold. Yeah. Oh, right. Yeah. That to me, the first thing I saw that is I think I'm seeing Mando skulls everywhere. I thought of the death head, death's head skull, Mandalorian death's head skull. <laughs> you I, are it's seeing probably it not. Yeah, but you guys see what I'm seeing. Yeah, um, yeah, I, I can see it. But the, we don't know. It. This could be. Is this the um, the gambling den that they find Lando in? Is this possibly the base for the um, Cloud Riders? We obviously don't know. But we get to see um, Lando or Lando Han, Kira, and um, Chewie walking up to it, and Beckett uh, on the voiceover is asking, um, or they were talking about they need a ship, and Beckett says you get asked if you have a line on a ship, and uh, Kira says I know a guy. So that's pro. And then the next thing they show, and it says he's the best smuggler around. The next thing they show is Lando. So more than likely, she the that's what brings Lando into this is they need a ship. Lando has the Falcon. That's what I. That's the way I'm reading this. Mike, yeah. you gotta record all this stuff so that you can play it back after the movie comes out and see how close we are. Well, we're recording it right now. I know. You got. I know, but you gotta um, put it all together so we have it. Okay. You can tell us what, what's right, what's wrong. Yeah, I'll have to go back and document what's been said because mm-hmm. I'm now behind. <laughs> I haven't been detailing <laughs> it. I, I will. I'll have to go back and listen to this and. 
See? Okay. Well, next shot, we get a bunch of guys sitting around the table, and it looks like they're back in the card game again. And this is more than likely this is Sabak that they're playing, hopefully. Um, but everybody's sitting around, and Han's talking to Lando, saying, I've heard some stories about you. I was wondering if it was true. And Lando sits back. It's the first time you actually get to hear Lando in anything, yeah. telling him straight up, you know what? Everything you've heard about me is true. Yeah. It's amazing how how much Glover has got the swagger of Billy D and almost the yeah. tonality. Uh-huh. Well, that's the other I, one with Alton Ehrenreich. So cool. Alton Ehrenreich, the voice is not quite right. I mean, but it's hard to get the voice just right. But some of these shots, especially when it starts to get dark, it's a little dark and stuff, you can almost you can see Han Solo. Yeah. I don't know if it's the way they did his hair. Yeah. They did something that, um, now when it's bright and shiny out, no. But like in the dark shadows, like around the card table and stuff, dude, that's Han. Yeah. You, I've seen it a couple times already. So he's getting a drink made. Um, the next scene, you get Lando or um, Chewie laughing. But if you look, when Chewie's laughing there about what Lando said, uh, we're assuming it's what Lando said, he's holding a uh, um, hand of cards too. So it looks like Chewie was in on this game too. Yeah. So I wonder what happens when he loses. <laughs> well, you get Somebody, somebody's losing around. arms. Huh? Yeah, Han and Kira walking around. Then you get L3, which is Lando's um, Lando's droid face palming some dude up against the wall <laughs> which lando has a great line he tells him straight up l3 let go of the mean man's face <laughs> that's yeah. just a great line now yeah. we're not going to cover the story but we did have a story that was mentioning how the l3 costume is partial practical yeah yeah it looks like it was practical except for the um, parts that are see-through or that it's all wiring they had to, they replaced with cg yeah. yeah. So it's probably uh, um, one of the green or blue suits with the parts over it. Quite possibly. When L3 looks at the um, Han and all them and asks who they are, then you get the shots of Han checking out the Falcon for the first time. So I, I don't know if that's when he won the Falcon or was it just when Lando um, first shows him the Falcon. Either way, you get Han's first meeting with the Falcon. Yeah. And you get um, Beckett's, um, Beckett's warning to Han that if you come with us, and you get into this life, you're in this life for good. Once you're in, you're in. You can't get out. That's right. And the next couple, then we get the whole, um, that it's coming out May 25th. Next up, we get to um, start to see the train heist footage. And you get to see the new uh, range troopers with magnetic boots. Because they actually make a point to, show, point to look at their boots as they're standing on the outside of this train car. Right. And Beckett's telling them, here they come. So... Um, and we see here that definitely they're tra- stealing one of the train cars because you see the ship that Han's flying over top, hovering over one of the cars as they're trying to hook it up. Yeah. So um, and one of the other theories that I've heard out there, I've not had time to research and look, but um, there's a chance. That you've, well, no, we know we have at least two groups other than the Imperials fighting here because we see Beckett trading, um, shooting in the previous trailer with the leader of that swoop gang. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So you got those two plus the Empire fighting against them, too. So you got three different groups all fighting on this train. It's like Ozzy said, it's a crazy train. That's right. Well, then we get some more shots of the Falcon. We get the Kira walking away from the Falcon that we've seen before. Um, then we get to see what looks like a new type of scout walker, possibly. Well, it's definitely a new type of walker. I just can't tell. Um, I've heard someone, a couple people say that it looks like it's an open top um, scout walker, but I can't tell from here. Yeah, it's kind of hard to really get a good look. Um, then another, some of these other shots we've already seen. Um, the next is the big one. You get Chewie 
saying goodbye to another Wookiee, which is probably yeah. a female. Wookie. Now, is this now? Um, it was probably I know I didn't read Chewie's comic book, but I was I've heard that Mala is actually canon now. I God, it's been so long. I. I, I heard somewhere that it had to be in the comic books, but this could this possibly be Chewie and Mala? It might be. Possibly. We may actually see Mala on screen, which anybody who doesn't know, Mala is actually Chewie's wife. I'm going to be disappointed if it's not the old costume. <laughs> <laughs> hey, as long as we don't get itchy in the entertainment vids, it's all good. <laughs> Oi. But then we get um, what everybody's calling um, the Kessel Run, which is the shots we've seen of the Falcon flying through the Maelstrom with all the tentacles around it. And um, Han's saying he's got a really good feeling about this. We get to see the new TIE Fighter, which I don't know what the side pod is for, but it's not a TIE Bomber. It's not big enough. It's not an interceptor or anything like that. I have no idea what this new TIE Fighter is. Yeah, no clue. But it does have blasters on it or laser cannons of some sort on the um, side pod. Well, just like uh, we have to have a new Stormtrooper every movie, we have to have a new TIE Fighter. We do get to see the original or uh, weapons Lando put on the Falcon. You have the single cannon laser guns on the top and the bottom. Ah, yes. And they're fighting back and forth. Chewie reaches up and tries to help co-pilot, and um, Han asks him straight up, how, when did you learn how to fly? Because Kira's running, flying co-pilot right now. At this point, Chewie lets him know that he's 190 years old, which real Star Wars fans already knew for a while. Yeah, but They just it, never put a number on it. Han's <laughs> comment was great. But you look pretty good. Yeah. So that that makes sense of why he actually knows what he's um he knows what he's talking about maybe yeah he may know a little bit thing or two about a ship mm, possibly but we get Han and more shots of Han and Kira flying we see Chewie in the co-pilot seat and Han's classic line to punch it yep. then we get um the the Falcon flying over the desert or the um, beach planet where we saw him meet with Becca before. Then you get these weird, like, I don't know, are these supposed to be vibro blade knuckles? I'm not sure. I'm not sure. And it's Possibly. Paul Bettany's characters fighting. Um, it looks like he may be fighting Han. Yeah, let me back up and see here. I'm watching it kind of in slow motion and stopping as we go. Let me see who it is that's ducking out of the way here. <laughs> I can't tell. I can't. He's fighting someone with it, though. It looks almost like brass knuckles with a, maybe a vibro blade coming out of each side. That's maybe where the red line is. Then we get battle on the outside. You can see some mud troopers. You see a bunch of other guys. Chewy um, planting a dude up and over his head and on, onto the guy's head one-handed. Yeah. <laughs> Showing off the strength of a Wookiee. Kira fighting. Everybody's fighting. L3 is fighting. You get back to the... Um, you go back to the train with a shot we've seen before of Chewie almost falling out of the train and Han saving him. Uh, next up, we get... Let me get past this scene. The rock's coming at him. And then we go to black screen and Solo, a Star Wars story. So, yeah, this you get a lot more story in this, even without giving away any story. These... The trailers they've been putting out recently have been amazing with that. They give you a whole lot with really not giving you anything. Right. Yeah. Because we still have no clue what what the whole story is. Exactly. And I like that. I'm very glad so about that. We do have a li- little under two months now, about a month and a half. Yeah. So, and I'm wondering when tickets are finally going to go on sale. They're going to go on sale at the end of this month when uh, one month out? That's going to be my guess. Yeah. Okay. But, um, 
Well, like I said, when it rains, it pours on this stuff. We got the new trailer, but also today, as of recording, uh, April 13th, most almost all of the Star Wars um, Solo A Star Wars Story merch has dropped. And Mike, yeah. you said you saw a bunch of this stuff out there. Yes. Well, first off, let me let me go with the press release that we got from Hasbro. Uh, as soon as I can find it again. Where did it go? Um, so from Hasbro. Hasbro is constantly looking for ways to strengthen fan relationships and connect with the passionate Star Wars community. We are thrilled to share that Hasbro Pulse is celebrating the release of Solo, a Star Wars story, by launching its first ever fan unboxing contest. The winner chosen will not only be adding this piece to their collection, but Hasbro is inviting them to come up, come to Hasbro headquarters to unbox a new product from the Black Series line. For the first time, uh, official rules to enter the hashtag Hasbro Black Series unboxing contest can be found here. And I'll get the link to whoever's doing notes so they can add it to the notes. That would be me. Um, the submission deadline ends at 11.59 p.m. on 4.18. Be sure to check the Hasbro, Hasbro Pulse Instagram on 525 when the new Black Series product will be revealed. Also, did if, you put this out over Twitter yet? Did I? No. You may, yeah, you may want to put this out over Twitter because this is a, a real quick contest. We may, by the time everybody hears this, it may be almost too late. I mean, uh, yeah, you'll get this out quick, but yeah. we may want to put that out as quick as we can. Get it out on Twitter and Facebook first and I, on the website. Also, if fans are interested in adding their Hasbro to their Hasbro collection, Solo Star Wars Story product is now rolling out at retail until the movie's theatrical release on five twenty-five. So there, get a chance to do a little a little thing. Um, but the Black Series stuff. I mean, we've got Han Solo, we got Range Trooper, Lando, Kira, um, a swoop bike with an infant's nest figure. Uh, Dubak with a sand trooper, which I don't know if it's going to be in this film. Um, well, some of it is just this this wave of um, right. black series. Well, the rest of the wave yeah. is four long. <laughs> Tarkin, the Tarkin looks pretty cool. Yeah, I say. Um, yeah, a Jawa Death Squad commander. Um, Kylo uh, centerpiece Kylo Ren statue. This thing looks amazing. Yeah, that's awesome with the bolt hanging hanging in the air in front of him. Yeah, uh, Darth Vader premium electronic helmet. That's cool. Um, and if you're a collector, you can step up. Uh, the the there's a Target exclusive Chewbacca figure that's part of this wave um, as well. Uh, so the way it's breaking down, the Black Series Wave 16 case. Will include two Han Solos, one Lando, two Imperial Range Troopers, one Grand Marf Tarkin, one Death Star Squad Commander, one Jawa. While the case for Wave 17 will be one Vader, one Ray Island Journey, one DJ Canto Bite, one Han Solo Brown Jacket, one Kira, one Range Trooper, one Lando, one Forlom. And then um, the vintage figures are out. Yeah, this is awesome, this part. Uh, the first major vintage collection since 2012, and the collectors and longtime Star Wars fans have been wanting the return of these forever. Um, 
A case of these will include two Supreme Leader Snokes, one Ray Jakku, one Kylo Ren, two First Order Stormtrooper figures, one Jen Erso with blaster rifle, and then one Hoth soldier as well. Jen. Oh, there she is. Oh, I have to get that for Zoe. Set that back. Mm-hmm. So she doesn't open that one. <laughs> oh, I've got some. I haven't opened any of my vintage line that I have currently. Um, then, uh, who's releasing these? Oh, ThinkGeek has got some Star Wars story fashions. Yeah, there's a, there's a couple stories in this article that um, have different stories with different things. Yeah. Uh, Lando Calrissian's replica cape for 70 bucks can be ordered through ThinkGeek. I believe it's ThinkGeek. No. Yeah, no, it is. Well, the link they have is for inducers. Okay. It says it's a ThinkGeek exclusive, huh? Uh, but for me, that chewy button-down shirt looks awesome. It, it is on it is on ThinkGeek. Um, the button-down shirt is amazing. Uh, Forty bucks for that is not a bad price. No, mm. uh, I do like some of the other stuff on here too. Some of the t-shirts are great. Um, I like the the hooded. Is that a sweatshirt? I think that yeah, kind of looks, looks like, like Hans' vest. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> that that looks awesome. Um. Then Disney is offering up their own stuff, which is, as I'm loading the site, uh, come on, come on, come on, come on. Um, there's a Han Solo costume bomber jacket for boys, uh, backpack for adults, uh, some t-shirts, magic bands, um, the new, a, a fleece hoodie, which shows the bandolero. I thought it was a cross, an, an X thing. No, it's, it looks more like a Y. So it goes over both. There's something that goes over both shoulders. Yeah. And then the traditional from left to right. So I wonder if what happened to the other part that goes from the main bandolero to over the right shoulder. So a bunch of other great thing um, like iPhone cases, the customizable stuff showing solo a Star Wars story droids hoodie or um or cases. So the two T-shirts cool. that say "Mighty Wookie," the '70s style disco shirts. Those yeah. are cool looking. <laughs> yeah, but it's not like we're partial to that. Being I have Wookie a logo Radio. I got to put onto a shirt, but it's not mine. I like Wookie cookies. <laughs> um, let's see, going back to the story as well. Uh, hot topic: their collection is mainly pop figures. Um. Which almost, if the figure exists in the movie, it's here. Or if it's key figures. Uh, where is it? Lando. But this outfit makes him almost look like Elvis. Yeah. Um, there's a Val, a Tobias Beckett, Lando Calor, another uh, Lando. Well, hang on. The Beckett, if you look, that looks like he's in an Imperial uniform. Yeah. That could be a confirmation that Lando or Beckett does actually impersonate an Imperial in this. Yeah. Rio Durant is the creature that we everyone first thought was Mas Kanata, potentially. Looks cool. Uh, the L337 is pretty cool. The Range Trooper is okay. Uh, there's a Chewbacca, and I guess there's a variant where it's flocked. Uh, and then Han Solo and Kira. And that's mainly. I don't know. I don't know if topic. I like that Chewy with. I don't know about if I like that Chewy with the um, goggles. I do. It's no different than the goggles he has in an Empire. 
Yeah, the welding goggles. Yeah, but they never put out any merch with him with the goggles on. It just he looks a little funky, funky with the goggles. Uh, no, Hasbro did a a figure with him with, with the welding gear. Oh, okay. So I don't remember when it was done, but I know they did it. Hmm. Um, then let's see. What's next? Uh, I think that was it. We covered all the pops. Uh, oh, there's also a couple two-packs, like a Fighting Droids two-pack, which will be it from GameStop. Who would have thunk, yeah. who would have thunk a, uh, a gonk droid as a, a battle droid or a fighting droid? <laughs> and it, as always, there's um, exclusives everywhere. Yeah. Oh, yeah. As yeah. always, I mean, yeah. What isn't exclusive? Mm-hmm. So, well, uh, oh, I forgot the important, the important one, uh, StarWars.com, uh, with their list, uh, would cover the Funkos, uh, Funko Dorbs, which are, are pretty cool. I, I like the Dorbs line. Yeah. Um, Disney's also got a, like a PVC figurine set. Uh, that was pretty cool looking. Funko Mystery Minis. And there's a few more characters in here that we we haven't seen in the in the movie, like this one creature in red with the funky helmet. I think that's yeah. one of the Cloud Riders. Oh, Could maybe. be quite Could possibly. Be. Um, let's see. Uh, the Wobblers, uh, the six inch line, the deluxe two figure assortment, um, in which we'll get Lando and a Kessel Guard or uh, a few others. It's funny how the Kessel Guard almost looks like um, the Constantine that they made the figure, but n- he never made the movie in Force Awakens. Constable Zubio. Oh, Constable. Yeah. yeah. I still say that I think he was in there um, in Ray's Force Vision for like a half a second. There's one shot that flips right through that looks like Constable Zubio. Yeah. Uh, the new Mighty Mugs. Uh, there's I tw- love those. Uh, there's the 12-inch figures. Which I think is a little too much, but hey, they did include a female, so uh, they did. That's kind of cool. Uh, the new Falcon, uh, which we've talked about many times, uh, Han Speeder. The breakaway panels and stuff. Yep, Han Speeder. Yep. There's the. I gotta say that Speeder is kind of ugly. Yeah. Sorry, Han. <laughs> well, he hasn't moved up yet. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Star Wars Monopoly, the Han Solo edition. The obligatory. There's a new movie. Make a Monopoly game. Yeah, the yep. ult, the ultimate co-pilot Chewie, which is cool That's but awesome. kind of creepy. Yeah, uh, <laughs> the Microforce blind bag assortments. Those are interesting. Yeah, Play-Doh Chewbacca set. You see in the blind bag set here, though they have um, in the micro ones. They have some classic figures in there because they got um, yep. Mace Windu's in there. Yep, um, a couple other guys. Uh, Jax has a Han Solo, Chewbacca, and Mud Trooper big figs. I don't uh, like that Chewbacca. I don't like the way they did his head. No, it, it looks so wrong. Uh, yeah. Lego, the Imperials Patrol Battle Pack. Han's Land Speeder. Still ugly. <laughs> uh, Moloch's Land Speeder, which looks kind of cool. Of course, he's one of the Cloud Cloud Riders, I'm assuming. Is he? I don't think so. I think this is something that goes back to um, the very, probably the very beginning of the movie. Could be. Mm, could be. Could be. Well, it actually says here two Corellian Hound figures. So this maybe go all the way back to um, like a flashback to when Han was growing up on Corellia. Yeah. Um, 
the Millennium Falcon, which I noticed in the Lego catalog, the seating area, how in the Falcon I've got it just the typical Star Wars Lego seats. And then they, for the Force Awakens, they got, a, it looks so much better. Now with this one, it's back to, oh, it's the Lego bucket seats again. <laughs> so it's like, why are we going backwards with it when you, we've gone forward with such nice look? Because it's an older model. Yeah. No. <laughs> um, the new uh, from Mattel, the Hot Wheels Battle Rollers, which I can't tell what these are. Oh, okay. I see what they are. And then the it looks n- like maybe they have a marble in the bottom of them or something. Yeah, something it could like be. That, yeah. And then the, the story cars. So Han Solo's back again. Um, I guess there's a slight variation to it with that car. The Chewy is a little different. <laughs> Looks no. kind of cool. The Lando one is all Lando. That's just slick. <laughs> yeah, it is. Pottery Barn gives us... It even us, has the cape. Pottery Barn yeah. gives us uh, bedding and home collection, which I, I like the, the sheets. The sheets the actually feel like a throwback to the 80s and 70s, the yeah. sheets that came out for the original movies. Problem yeah. is, it's Pottery Barn. Crap's expensive. Yeah. Uh, publishing. That it'll only fit a single bed. Yeah. Uh, publishing The Last Shot is coming out. Oh, yeah. Uh, Choose Your Destiny, a Han and Chewy adventure. I miss those types of books. Uh, Regal Robots got the director's yeah. chair. The Rubies, the story, Star Wars, oh, solo a Star Wars story costumes. A lot of Wookiee driven, and they look <laughs> that, the horrible. Dog. The dog one is <laughs> awesome. Actually, the, the everything awesome. except for the actual Chewbacca costume. The rest of them yeah. are cool. The che- actual Chewbacca costume is yeah. terrible. Yeah. Now, 720's got hero clips, which these are Those okay. Are cool. uh, action heroes, plush <laughs> and walk. Plus, walk and roar Chewbacca. That is adorable. Uh, the Lando tabletop I collection. Still don't, yeah, I still don't like Chewie with the goggles on. I do, especially in that one. Uh, yeah. Tops, the trading cards. Those, uh, that Lando tabletop collection is some pretty sweet-looking china there. Yeah. yeah. Uh, of course, official photos. Uh, Tervis got into the game with, with their tumblers. I like the Chewbacca tumbler, actually. Yeah? Yeah. Um, and that's pretty much it on my end. So I guess we move on to uh, some gaming news. Oh, oh, before we get oh. too far out of the collectibles, because this is actually some, an update on what we've said before. Did we actually mention on here about HasLab? I don't think we ever announced it. Uh-huh. HasLab, they, they made their goal. The sale barge will be a real thing. Oh really? Like final tally was like eight thousand something. Yeah. So at the last, basically last minute, bunch of people jumped in to put it over the top. Yeah. Now this is not something I will ever have in my collection because I don't have five thousand dollars or five hundred dollars drop on it. But yeah. that is awesome that it actually is going to be made. Yes, I would like is. to see it somewhere. A firehouse. That was interesting. Yeah. Like I said, I didn't think we had actually announced that on here. So, but the fans spoke out and said, "Yes, we must have Java Sail Barge." Yeah. See, I think a lot of people weren't realizing you could donate the money. It's not going to be taken out until the, it clears. Yeah. So, anyway, uh, let's do some gaming news. 
Well, let's start with a, a little question for you guys. Have you ever wanted to use an Ewok in a video game? No. Yes. Shoot them? Have you ever, yes. I was going to say, have you ever wanted to shoot an Ewok in a video game? That was one of the coolest, no. that was one of the coolest things about, uh, I think it was Battlefront. I think it was. Or was it Battlefront well, or Battlefront 2? You could sit in one spot and just snipe Ewoks. <laughs> it was great. Well, now uh, maybe Mike, you and Ken can play together, and Ken can beat the Ewok, and you can try to shoot him. <laughs> <laughs> I will drop now, logs on your head all day. <laughs> uh, what's the date on this? April 13th. Okay, yeah. So next week, uh, Star Wars Battlefront Two introduces the all-new Ewok hunt mode. Uh, it's going to be a part of the game's Night on Endor update which also brings back in-game purchases like the company promised. Uh, Ewok Hunt lets players choose if they want to side with cute little creatures or the Empire in this limited-time event. The little cannibals. Those that choose... Well, not really cannibals. They're not cannibals. They don't eat Ewoks. That we know of. Well... (laughs) They're carnivores. Actually, they're probably omnivores, but anyway... Uh, no, they were ready to fry up and cook rotisserie Luke yeah. and rotisserie Han. I know. Yeah, but we but don't they, know. That. Yeah, but they're not the same species. Cannibal, you're eating your that. own species. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. And we don't know that they only eat meat, so they could be omnivores, eat everything. Uh, anyway, uh, if you choose the Ewoks, you have to eliminate the stormtroopers to protect your homeland with spears, <clears throat> excuse me, stealth attacks, wisties, and other abilities that haven't been disclosed. They're bringing wisties in this? Uh-huh. Weren't those the little firefly guys? I believe so, yeah. That's awesome! I, I can't see what much you would do with them other than distract, but... <laughs> these I don't care, are... it'd be awesome! <laughs> The Ewoks will have to rely on stealth, given their height disadvantage. Uh, Since the mode is set in the darkened planet of Endor, players that choose stormtroopers will have to act will have access to flashlights and an array of powerful weapons to take these furry creatures down. How powerful are the weapons going to be, I wonder? (laughs) Death Star lasers. (laughs) Ewoks Ewoks will be easier to kill for those that side with the Empire since they will be armed with laser guns, not spears. Uh, As for the dreaded return of microtransactions, players will now be able to buy crystals with real-life money. Now that all the heroes have been unlocked, players will now use these crystals to buy alternate attires for their characters, like the indoor outfits of Leia and Han Solo. That makes sense. Yeah, that's actually a lot better. Yeah, that is. That way, like, if you want another costume, fine, but it's not going to affect the game. So that's that's the way to do it, I think. Uh, Ewok Hunt will become available on April 18th. Of course, Battlefront 2 is available now on PS4, Xbox One, and PC. So uh, there you go. Your Can your Ewok dreams can come true? That's going to yeah. be cool. <laughs> and I guess, Mike, yours can too. <laughs> <Snipe>. <laughs> now I got, well, now that means I got to go buy the game. See, now, I know, right? It was, it was cool to... S- with the other one that had it, where you could be a Imperial sniper, which was, I think, the Biker Scout look mm-hmm. still, and just start pegging them off left and right. Now, what's funny is uh, the other day, like two or days ago or something, I went to GameStop to put down a down payment on the Spider-Man game that's coming out. And I was looking on the shelf and I actually had Battlefront 2 uh, used on sale for like 30 bucks. And I was, I was like, oh, maybe I should get it. 
I know I want to play through the solo thing and everything. But that if I had no, I, I I have a friend who works at GameStop. Hmm. Do you? If I had known then that this was going to be included, then I probably would have picked it up because <laughs> I was really tempted. But now, if I had known there was going to have an Ewok hunt in it, then I definitely, definitely would have picked it up. Although I suppose there's still time. I, I could go tomorrow. Yeah. Um, now, in other video game news, uh, there are some Star Wars classic games coming to Xbox One backwards compatibility. Uh Microsoft is bringing six of their original Xbox games back to be played on Xbox One backwards compatibility. And those six games are the original Star Wars Battlefront and the the original Star Wars Battlefront 2, Jedi Knight, Jedi Jedi Academy. Great choice. Republic Mm -hmm. Commando. Great choice. Yep. Another great choice, Star Wars Knights of the Old Republic. Well, two. I wish they had the first one, but... Yeah. But still, both these games basically set the standard for how to do a role-playing game, not just a Star Wars game. Now, for, for a while, on the old EA games, when... So I think it was EA Games that had, uh, not EA Games, Lucas Arts. When you went to the Republic Commando, they had the Mandalorian chants or songs from Republic Commando that you were able to download. Cool. And they're great stuff. Yes, I did and, download them. <laughs> and of course, I saved the best game for last, and that is Star Wars Jedi Starfighter. What the crap? Yeah, not. I don't. I don't see why they want. They put that one in. That was uh, like horrible. I know. Um, I think I, I have bought, that one on PC. I just have never had a chance to sit down and try it. Don't bother. That that was about as bad as the uh, um, what should I call it? The 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 one that had the Naboo Starfighter for. When they came out with the yeah, different yeah, yeah. games I know which for, you're about. Um, for uh, Phantom Menace. Now, the Phantom Menace movie storyline game was pretty cool. but It was all right. It's not Rogue One or Rogue Squadron. Those games were okay. Yeah. Um, you, know what I want the, you know what they need to bring back um, is because it was never put out on the, any of these generation systems at all. They need to do, even if they do a revamp and a remake, bring back X-Wing and TIE Fighter. Yeah, yes. flight, flight simulator games are getting more and more popular now with things like Elite Dangerous coming out. Well, it's I, like imagine with the current systems what you could do with the game like Tie Fighter or X Wing. I know they're available through the streaming company uh, GOG. Yeah, I, I you can think, get them there. They're actually. I think Steam has them as well. Okay. Um, now with these backwards compatible like this for the, um, do you have to basically buy the new ones and you they play, or can you actually pop, pop in your Xbox original Xbox disc and it'll read it? That's a good question. I'm not. I don't know how it works. Sure. Because I have a couple of these on Xbox and I still have the games. I I don't know. To be honest with you, because right now, console wise, all I've got is uh, is Nintendo Wii. Yeah. <laughs> Wow, you are you are way behind the time. Yeah. <laughs> well, I got my PC. It's just they need to get a lot of these companies need to go back and and put out all their like EA, Madden, NHL, some of the others. Aha. Back on PC again. 
Okay, yeah. I went well, to nobody plays PC anymore. <laughs> I went to the tongue. website. Um, I went to the website that had this original story, and it has a bunch more games. But it says all the games that are coming in April that are for backwards compatibility. If you own the disc, you pop it into your Xbox One, and it'll take it from there. Mm, so you put any of these in your Xbox One, and it'll read it. Okay. And there's actually a whole list of games other than um, the Star Wars games. So yeah, but the Star Wars ones are important. Yeah, that's the ones we're covering. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Hey, Ken, check out this Skype chat. I put something in there for you. Uh-oh. There's only one thing missing. Lord, that's, uh, that, oh, yeah. I, what, I, eh, I like only, the Wookiee one better myself. The Wookiee onesie is even better. There's, <laughs> yeah, there's something missing from that picture, though. Crosshairs. <laughs> <laughs> but I don't, I don't know. I do need that. I don't know why we're so partial to the Wookiees, though. I have no idea. I it, can't imagine. Have you guys been finding yourselves, no matter what you used to collect before we started doing the show, have you not been going, ooh, there's Chewy. Yep. I need to seriously <laughs> consider getting this. Well, let me put it this way. I started picking up those mighty, my, uh, the Mighty Mugs there, oh, and the, the first one I got. Chewy is great. The first one I got was the Chewy. <laughs> I've been trying to find uh, Memoco. It's a company that does the uh, power tubes and the used to do USB drives. Uh, the, oh, US, yeah, yeah. the USB drives they have currently are just what's in stock that they're trying to get rid of and blow out. And I think if they have any blanks, they, they've been spraying them around with the different colors because they've got like some 32 gig that are the USB 3s. They used to have one for – or they had a couple that were Chewbacca. And I've been trying to find one of those because I would love to get a Chewbacca one. Yeah. But I can't find them. But um, I think this might end up being our last story of the night. Okay. Mark Hamill is saying uh, he doesn't care anymore about coming back to the Star Wars universe. Mm -hmm. Uh, During an interview with ABC News, Hamill explained that he doesn't see the point if you can't get the gang back together. With Han, Luke, and Leia all gone, there's there's no interest in returning. When talking about Carrie Fisher's passing, Hamill explained, it really has tarnished my ability to enjoy it to the fullest. You were asking earlier, are you coming back? I don't care anymore on that level because Han Solo is gone. Luke is gone. You just can't get the band back together the way you want it to be. And it shouldn't be that way. It is what it is. Rather being a st- rather than being a story that we can't have more of her, I'm just grateful we had the time with her that we did. So, uh, there is a good chance that J.J. Abrams will bring him back for Episode Nine. But if he doesn't, then The Last Jedi was it for him. We will very well may never see Hamill in the role of Luke Skywalker again. And I think it's funny, uh, I read somewhere else, between the original trilogy and through Episode Eight, we first meet Luke, Leia comes to him as a hologram. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. When we la- when the last times we see Luke, he appears to Leia as a force projection. Yeah. So um, I have a, a f- another story, but I think yeah, it just pretty much said the same thing we just talked about. So yeah, uh, just I don't know how much this is just um, at this point. He knows if he's going to be in Episode Nine or not. I think this, some of this is redirecting. I think so. Could be yeah. I think so. I think part of it, too, is just trying to boost his ego and get him uh, hyped with the fans to maybe if you if we all push it, maybe I'll be back type thing. And when he does, oh, I did it for the fans. Mm. Um, now, maybe that's one way of looking at it. 
Maybe I don't think he's uh, he's gonna do. Maybe he's not that manipulative. It doesn't seem like. Yeah. And at this point, he does. He's not doing it for the money. No. He doesn't need the money. No, I don't believe so. If he does it again, it'll be because he. It's a good story, and he really is just he loves that character. Right. Yep. Which is a little different because there was a time when he wa- wasn't as happy about it. Yeah. <laughs> but that's a lot of char- That's a lot of actors who their career was built around one major character for so long. Right. So, well, I'm going to say this is going to bring us close to the end. Any final thoughts? There's a couple of them out here that are real quick. Um, anybody who didn't know, Ashley Eckstein has a new book coming out. It's called It's It's Your Universe. You Have the Power to Make It Happen. A uh, little quick description of it. It says, a little girl dreaming of being on a Disney stage, how she became the voice of Ahsoka Tano on Star Wars, and the path that she took to create her universe, a groundbreaking fashion brand, a community for fangirls. Um, and, it's, um, and It's Your Universe. Ashley shares her own life lessons as well as the lessons from iconic Disney characters as a roadmap to show the um, show you how to dream it and do it. Now, uh, that's coming out on May 8th, but she's also going on a book tour. Anybody who wants to meet Ashley Eckstein, she's going, um, Mike, she'll be down there with you yep. in um, Orlando on May 5th and 8th. She's also going to New York, um, New York City. In California, she's going to San Diego, Anaheim, uh, where else? Downtown Disney in Anaheim and uh, Glendale. She's going to Missouri in St. Louis. She'll be in Minnesota. She'll be in Oregon, Washington, um, Ohio. Closest she's getting to me is Columbus, uh, Georgia, Georgia, Texas, Illinois, Arizona, Canada. If you go to her universe's website and um, keeping up with Ashley, they have the whole list of the book tour locations. It all starts May 4th. So get a chance to go out and meet Ashley Eckstein. Yeah. Any other final so, no, final thoughts? Well, I had one other one that I had put up that um, it looks like um, word out of Fox is the Fox Disney deal is going through. They're set to close sometime um, summer 2019. Well, it didn't get brought up yet, but I'm going to say uh, the void. They've got that VR experience here in Orlando. Apparently, mm-hmm. they're putting one in in Vegas as well. Now I just need one in Cleveland. Yep. Well, you got anything, Derek? Final thought? I was going to mention that, but you oh. just mentioned it. So. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> so, no, I got nothing. <laughs> uh, yeah. Well, on that note... There's only one thing left to be said. Give the evacuation code signal. All right, cut the chatter. Jet, I can hold it. Pull up! No, I'm all right. I have placed information vital to the survival of the rebellion into the memory systems of this R2 unit. I've lost R2. <laughs> Oh, <laughs> my